if you drive an S550 mm. and you got a five-bedroom crib mm. and you only got 40000 on your life insurance and you got a wife and three kids, you are you, wrong. You are a selfish motherfucker. Yo, what's good, man? Welcome to another episode of the Hustle Lounge podcast starting your boy Hustle. What's good, y'all? We back with another one, man. Hustle Chill. We back. Hustle Smarter. Hustle Lounge Podcast, man. Y'all know what to do. Tap in. I like this energy right here, And especially in the beginning of the show. We, we turned, baby. It's a good vibe tonight. We, we, where we need to be. What's good with you, though, family? Yeah, we hit a, you know, we hit to drop some more gems, per usual. Before we get that started, man. Follow the YouTube, man. Like, comment, subscribe. Y'all know what to do. Can we subscribe? Throw them notifications on so that way you can get that every time we drop something. So every time we drop something, which is going to be every Wednesday at a minimum, yeah, you can at least know that it's coming. We got some, yo, we recorded some fire earlier. Facts. Yeah, me and my man's Jay. Shout out to Jay George. We were sitting here kicking and trying to do the audio visual checks and you know, he just started quizzing me, yo. So I had to hit record. That one ain't got no video on it, but we're going to drop that. Uh-huh. Like the questions he asked, you know, I'm something like the best ever did and it got away with it. Like my bars is crazy. What are you talking about? Bars? I, my rap bars? I'm talking about every time I speak. I'm about to say spit something in. Nah, nah, we work, yo. That's what nah, we we we'll, we'll lose all our subscribers. <laughs> Chris, you wish you had these bars. Hey, y'all. Uh, we're going to talk about life insurance, man. I don't think um, us collectively as a culture know a lot about life insurance. We don't know the importance of it. Ain't nobody really gave us the game on life insurance. Uh, episode that that me and Graham spoke about probably some months ago, but uh, condolences to Graham. He lost a loved one, and his his loved one actually did have life insurance. So I'm sure he can speak on how that benefited and made you know the grieving process a little bit easier because people weren't stressed out running around trying to figure out how they was going to put their love when the rest in a decent way. We'll let you start off, you know. I did lose my grandfather about three weeks ago, uh, March 4th to be exact. He did have life insurance. Uh, it wasn't an extensive policy from my knowledge to where it was a, you know, anybody about to go buy a ranch off, you know, it, off his money, but at least he was able to be put in the ground honorably, have his ceremony with it. He liked go out in style. So yeah, life insurance is very important. Um, you, you should have it. I mean, really, ultimately, death is undefeated. Um, no matter how much we don't want to talk about it, how much we don't want to have to deal with it, or how much we try to avoid it. I mean, only thing guaranteed is death and taxes. And if you don't pay your taxes, the man going to wish you made, he going to make you feel like you wish you paid him. So um, the best thing you can do, at, at, keep it, you know, especially if you got sharing, is to have life insurance policy because you have to be able at a minimum to bury yourself. And you know, us as men, black men, strong black men, we normally are the breadwinner in our house. So we need to be able to replace our salary at least by four times. Mm. So if we were to pass away today, God forbid, our life insurance policy would be four times our annual salary. So life insurance will be able to sustain and support our family when we pass away. Yeah, that's why if you do it four times, that eliminates the wife or the kids 
having to go broke to put you in the ground. Not even, not, it's, not, it's past the ground. I don't cost you about 15000 yeah. to put you in the dirt. You, you feel me? Still uh, got to keep going after they bury you. You know, sorry to say that, but you know, Bill still got to get paid. Right. The man and, don't you know, care that you died. So it's a cushion. Yeah. Yeah, it's a cushion. Yeah, so if you do four times your annual salary, in a sense, if you look at it for at least a year, your family, as in your kids and your wife, it'd be like they, you, you never, you never was lost. Yeah, they mm. can still live the same lifestyle. Right, right. Which ultimately they're going to have to make decisions because you're not here anymore. But they have some uh, cushion, some leeway. You feel me? Yeah, for sure. So imagine what happens if somebody don't have life insurance. What happens then? The stats say forty percent, forty-two percent of us will go broke within six months of our significant other passing if you don't have life insurance. So mm. that's that's what's gonna happen because you literally can't it, you can't replace a whole person's income by yourself. They say you you know the average person makes between twenty eight to thirty five. If with the house with the household two people now you were seventy, that person gone now you back to thirty five. Like it's how you gonna replace that? And granted, yeah. everybody everybody think they gonna live to 60, 70, 80. You know ain't nothing guaranteed, and you know people who under forty ain't even thinking. Sometimes or under thirty ain't even thinking the, the, uh, the longevity. They ain't even thinking this far out. So we want to just shift that mindset to you know prepare. What we like to say, prepare for war in a time of peace, right? right? So with the life insurance and you know burying your loved ones, a lot of that money going the caskets, they go into the funeral home, they go to the viewing session. Yeah, I think that's all necessary. Personally, I think we have to That's look at life insurance. I think we got to look at like life insurance past the burial and the past covering the uh, furniture. I mean, the funeral, the funeral cost. We got to look at it as a as a build as a, as a way another way to build generational wealth. You can get your policy as, as much as you want. You just got to be able to make that monthly payment, but you can get it for as much as you want. Some people use their life insurance to set their kids up to go to college for free. Mm-hmm. It's just all how you how you strategize to use it, and you know, sure. and if if the, if the normal person, if the, if the small minded person only want to use it just for their funeral, I ain't gonna say small minded, but if you only want to get enough just to carry your funeral, funeral, that's your choice. But if you want to get enough to set your kids up or set your wife up or set mm-hmm. generations down the line up, then you know that's the that's the price you're gonna pay for it. And hopefully everything goes well. Yeah, that's a fact, yo. Because um, like, all right, if I was single, I would only probably have like twenty thousand. Because ultimately, I don't take care of nobody. Right, so you. yeah, so if I pass, mm-hmm. it's enough to put me in the ground. Right. Maybe get you a little, you know, a little meal or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it ain't my. <laughs> you know what I mean? I ain't really here to take care of you. Right, right. You understand? Know what I'm now with a wife and a daughter, you know, my life insurance needs to be at an extensive level because we need premium. When big dog leaves, like they already got enough to deal with when big dog ain't around. At right. least I can do is make sure that that blow is uh, eased a little bit as far as the financial side because they're going to be, you know, grieving ain't no, yeah. grieving don't stop. Right. It's actually a couple levels of grieving. We might have to do an episode on that because you have to, I don't want to get in that mic breakdown. But, um, like in that aspect of it, that's what he was saying. Generational wealth. 
if you make a hundred a year, you need to have four hundred in life insurance. Because mm. in a in a in a, in a in a perfect world, your your significant other not gonna they 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 got a lot going on. They got the kids. They still trying to go back to work. Yeah, with the exception of our situation with military, to where you gonna get your days and go back, but you know you always got to put all those pieces in play, mm. and that's why it's imperative that we and it starts generational wealth. The great yeah. master P started his empire from his grandfather's uh, twenty thousand dollar life insurance policy. Mm-hmm. Took ten and never looked back. Yeah, make him say, so, "Oh, nah, nah. <laughs> you know so." <laughs> I think we overlook the importance of something as little as that. And I'm gonna tell y'all some real shit. And it threw me off, but my pop, you know, he had life insurance. And my, I don't know what he gonna leave me. You know, I don't want him to go nowhere, but I know eventually one of us gonna go with I go first and he don't, or he do. I'm just in tune with death and how it works. Uh, but he kept hitting me like, yeah, I gotta go back and get a life insurance. And I'm, I'm back with another, uh, adjuster and he's doing all this I'm like why and he said some real shit yo and this is 1000 shout out to pops he said yo i got a granddaughter now i had to adjust my policy mm. i'm happy you said that come go ahead continue like when he said that though it's like my granddaughter my granddaughter gotta be straight in case i perish because ultimately it ain't even about me no more mm-hmm. and i know i'm still in the policy right but now, like, that's a real man's man to feel like I have to take care of my grandkids. So let me upgrade my policy. And when you look at it that way, like, my dad's income doesn't account for anything that I do. Right. But he basically on some, like, when I leave, my granddaughter going to be fired. Facts. Like, that's tough. I, I thought that, that was, like, the hardest shit I've seen in a long time. I'm going to definitely. That was gangster. My pop did it, too. Shout out to Graham. He took it out, he took it out for, for both my kids. I remember we had the conversation about it, mm-hmm. you know, and that's real, 100%, because he still got his own, he got me, he got two other kids, but he said, all right, I need a policy for his grandkids, two of them, you know what I'm saying? And that's real, like you said, that's a man's man. That's, that's a man I, you know, I aspire to be when I get to that age. You know, we on the way working up there, taking them nah, shoes. I ain't nowhere close, yo. <laughs> we trying to fill them shoes. <laughs> we trying to fill them shoes, man. But you know the great book, man, whether you believe in whatever you believe in, and I ain't here to make you go to church. The good book, the Bible states that a man, a man's, uh, a great, a wise man or a great man leaves an inheritance for his children's children mm. or something of that nature. I might, don't quote me, y'all. I might be a little off, but if you in the Bible, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And when I heard that, that makes so much sense. And that's why I tell people all the time, like, in a sense, we become martyrs because mm. ultimately we live our lives. Like, I'm, I ain't gonna say that a lot. I'm getting old, but you know, I'm that age, right? And <laughs> grand scheme of things, yo, I've done everything I ever wanted to do. Yeah. Good, bad, and different. Yeah. At the point now, everything I do is for, my kids, kids, kids. Exactly. Because I'm off the grid, grid, grid. This for my kids, 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 kids. Everything you did for the- <laughs> Yeah, come on, man. Stop playing easy. <laughs> hey, that generational wealth. Generational wealth. Stop what you're doing right now, man. Hit that like button, man. What's a comment? Let us know how we're doing. Appreciate right, yeah. y'all. Chris, we got to do a part two. There is term life insurance. Mm. And then there's oh, whole life insurance. We can hit that right now.
I'd rather have a professional, but it sounds like you've done your homework. Let's talk about it. Term life insurance provides coverage for a limited period, typically between one to 30 years. Often, this is the least expensive life insurance option. Predictable premiums and a guaranteed death benefit. If you choose term life insurance, your beneficiary will only receive the death benefit as outlined in your contract after your death. This type of policy does not carry a cash value or investment component, and you cannot borrow against it or draw from it while you're alive. So basically, to sum the term up, the coverage is one to 30 years, and you can always extend it after it ends if you're still alive. It's, it's the cheapest option. Um, the premium of what you're going to get paid is already almost set. You're going to get the guaranteed death benefit no matter how you die. And then for this one, this is like you can't, like like it said, you can't borrow against it or use the money to invest. Because some people use it, have a life insurance policy, and then they take some money out to invest it, and then they put it back when they pay it back. Then I got permanent life insurance, right? This coverage lasts for your entire life. Um, flexible premium payment options with a guaranteed death benefit. So they both got the guaranteed death benefit. Um, and then you have an opportunity to access the policy's cash value before death. That's when I say you could um, take the money out and borrow against it or use it to invest in something. And the way to find out which life insurance for you, um, you get an insurance agent or a broker. Um, to find a good policy or a good company, you always want to check their licensing. You want to check the customer reviews. You want to shop around. You want to check the button and discount. Ultimately, when you're financially literate and you're financially free, you can use whatever avenue that works for you. Right. Um, remember we had the joint the other day. It was a while ago where bro said he'd buy everything out of his whole life insurance oh, yeah, policy, yeah. buy his cars and everything, mm -hmm. borrow the money from his policy, as a uh, loan and just pay it back on his life insurance policy. So there's a lot of ways to skin the cat. I mean, it's a lot of ways to manipulate the game. I think the biggest thing we need to tell the people, though, without trying to sway them on what needs to be bought, you need life insurance. Facts. You need it. It's a must. Get it. Don't I just don't understand it. how people that will insure a cell phone. They insure their dog. iPad. <laughs> <laughs> the dog. <laughs> 2001 Camry. With no emblem on the front. <laughs> no leather. Right? <laughs> like, they will insure everything but themselves. But themselves. Right. I mean, also, let's, let's keep it G. And it is a touchy subject. I don't like thinking about it, but it is what it is. Death is undefeated. Yeah, it's inevitable. The motherfuckers is one million and oh. Yeah. But you got to think, too, in this mindset, and I want everybody that's listening, especially if you're not in the mindset, to capitalize from the Airbnb course. <laughs> mm. One more time. If you ain't in the mindset or if you ain't in a position to capitalize on the Airbnb course, $99. We got Klarna and Afterpay. We got everything you need to make sure you can pay it. I might do a free giveaway just to make sure you get there. But if you can't execute after the Airbnb course to start generating some income, right? Let's just stop there. If you can't do a side hustle because of whatever you got going on, the generation income for our generation, you know what? let's stop there. If you just don't have the discipline to stop buying bullshit and, and, and handle your handles, at a bare minimum, you should have a life insurance policy. You definitely have a life insurance policy because 
some people, instead of paying for life insurance policy monthly, they're going to pay for some rims monthly, a cell phone monthly. They pay for everything monthly. Sex monthly. Netflix, Hulu, <laughs> Pornhub Live. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> monthly. Right and you can, get, I, I, yeah, you can get a policy. It's cheap. It's $20 a month. Yeah. So I'm saying, but they pay for Netflix, Spotify, Apple, everything. These monthly payments, HBO, Stars. See, I don't even like when the insurance company say life insurance. Why not? It should be uh, life guaranteed. Mm. It's a guarantee. It's guaranteed because it's coming. It's a guarantee, yo. No man knows the hour of the time, but your ass is going to go to the upper room. Right, right. Lower room. You ain't going to take Netflix with you or Amazon, Hulu. Ain't nothing that going with you, but your family be straight. You got life insurance. I'll tell you right now, majority of black families, when somebody passed, they crying because they lost their family member. Fact. But they really crying because they don't know how they're going to pay them bills. Without life insurance, a lot of families start to beef with each other because they're looking for money to start paying for it. Funeral calls, viewing calls. Can we hit a more topic on that? For sure. Black people, when auntie, uncle, and them crying on the front row, and your son crying on the front row at your funeral, they crying because they miss you. They crying like, damn, man, how are we going to pay for all this shit? So what happens? And this is where the generational wealth, this is where black people continue to struggle as a whole for a living. Is because what? Uncle and them raise some money, probably take some money off a credit card, probably take out a loan to bury you and then they have to pay that loan back while they're still trying to do already what they've been doing, which is probably living check to check. So you're putting everybody in a bad predicament where you can just leave them with some money, at least leave enough money to bury you and your bills paid. If you don't want to make nobody, you know, a thousand there or 10,000 there when you pass away, teach his own. At least bury yourself and pay your bills. Can we get a will? Can we get the wheel? Black people, please do a wheel. Oh, for sure. Always. Because if you got your life insurance policy right and everybody's taken care of, meaning they got their palms greased while you go ahead and go in the dirt, nobody knows who get what. Mm. You got to have that wheel. And, and ultimately, I'm about to write my joint out. <laughs> I pray God spare my life. Because you know, we never know. I pray yeah. spare my life so I can at least write my will out. Because mm. you know, I got some paid off assets. Mm. Shout out to Chris on assets a lot. <laughs> Shout out to Ernie Lee. But I got some assets, and I need to make sure they distributed property properly. Correct. It is important that you have a will, and you can have a living will, meaning you can change it as long as you're breathing. Write your will out. I got to do mine. I'm, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I got to do mine because, you know, God forbid something happened to me, and I go before my mother. She coming to get everything. Yeah, she yeah. don't want the car. Yeah. So we got to yeah. have all that written out. I yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, you don't want no turmoil in the family once we love. Once well, at the end of the day, now we can do about it. Oh, yeah, we gone. So it's, it's going to be what it is, but we can prevent it. We can prevent it. For real, though. Yo, it's important, yo. You got to have that will, but at a minimum, please, 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 if you listen to anything I say, and this is coming from someone who lost uh, a loved one, a great aunt on one week, then I lost a second cousin the following week. On a Thursday, I lost a great aunt on the same Thursday, and I lost my grandfather eight hours later. Mm. And he's here right now talking to y'all right um, now, y'all. So I would tell you, I don't know my great aunt situation. Everybody was smiling, so I would say that she might have been had her stuff together, too. Um, shout out to my, my Papa Frank, though. I mean, his policy wasn't huge. I thought I would be able to get a, a Mercedes or something. That's 550? I mean, he got 17 grandkids, so I have a degree. Ooh, he was about to get nothing but a car seat. <laughs> uh, 
Shout out. And I'm laughing about it to make it light, but shout out to Pop Pop. Yo. Yeah, the the best out. feeling was, uh, especially now that I'm in a position to, you know, loan or lend or pay for something like mm-hmm. financial side, it was a great feeling that in that time of pure disbelief, that 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 little bit of sun through that that storm was well pop got life insurance and the worst thing they said was like they might not get paid to like two days after the funeral before the funeral which is cool right he had the policy they had the paperwork with the policy i mean he was able to be put in the ground honorably and and as a man i'm gonna respect that one thousand percent much love now did i want 10 acres in the mule absolutely but you know, yeah. um, it's definitely it made the blow easier though. Yeah, because definitely. like I said, I'm at the point now to where family members could have said, Hey, this is what we need, what you got on it. And for pop, I wasn't gonna spare no expense. Yeah. Um luckily as a man, and I think that part of being he didn't put us in that position. As a man, key word, as a man. He didn't put us in that position. Um rest in peace to that nigga, man. For real. Big fact. What's Thanks, up, though? What else you got, Chris? I think we hit everything, man. Especially uh, adding the wheel in there, because that's important. If you leave all that bread, you got to disperse it so people, so you can leave the turmoil out, the arguments, fight. Because, you know, niggas get grimy about that bread. And, yeah, you greedy. You got to disperse your assets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, you want to add. Crib to, to brother Charles. Right. 100000 and my daughter, Emily. Right, it just makes sense. Nobody. The thing is, is when you gone, we can't ask you what you thought you wanted to do. Right. Yeah. No, you wanted me. Yeah, I don't want. I want to be able to open up that paper and like boom, (laughs) A, B, C. You get this. You get that. Make sure that you you got your life insurance. Make sure the policy is commensurate with your lifestyle. Fact. If you driving the S five fifty and you got a five bedroom crib mm. and you only got forty thousand on your life insurance and you got a wife and three kids, you are you, wrong. You are a selfish motherfucker. Sell out, sucker, hoe ass nigga, bitch. Make sure your life insurance matches your lifestyle. Yeah. Make sure your life insurance exceeds your lifestyle. My goal with this channel is to reach the unreachable, give hope to the hopeless, and then just maybe educate some who just don't know. Um, get life insurance. It's, it's, get it. But don't use that as your only wealth building or your only legacy that you want to leave. When I leave, I want them to not only maintain their lifestyle, but upgrade it. Mm. If we have the S550, my life insurance policy is going to allow you to drive a Bentley. Ooh. Because I think with me being gone, you need to be able to Shit make you feel better. I don't care what nobody say. They gonna lease it. I hope not. <laughs> no, Kyle. Shout out to y'all. If they lease it, I'm a hunt ass. <laughs> I left you enough to go pay for a cash. Now you're gonna go get a slave. Uh, Harriet Dubman. Mm. <laughs> This concludes another episode of the Hustle Lounge podcast. We'll catch you next time.